everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up later on the show, uh, we're going to be talking, well, we're going to be playing hide and seek. <laughs> we're going to be talking about hiding, and we're going to be talking oh, about seeking. I see, I see what you did there. See? But it's going to leave people confused. Uh, there was this little thing on CNN this week. Uh, sure. That I, I'm sure a lot of you watched. Um, a special. A special. Well, it was a special report. A special report. On atheists. The atheists. And so we want to talk a little bit about that and talk about some of the issues that came up for us mm-hmm. uh, while watching it yeah. and uh, some observations and thoughts and whatnot. And yeah, so that, that that's coming up. Yeah, we'll be talking about all of that uh, later. later. Later on the show. Just a little bit later. Dan, we need to congratulate ourselves. We do. And we need to thank all of our listeners. Okay. Because congratulations. We, what are we, we doing? We hit our first goal on Joyride. Oh, that's right. We did. Yeah. We hit so, them. We hit it. Yeah, so. we are now past our first goal. Yeah, and we'll be thanking everybody by name who uh, who's been who got us there this week. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, that's that's awesome. So goal number two is the the exciting goal. That's when it starts to really get awesome, though. Well, goal number two is hiring a producer. Yeah. So yeah. so uh, help us get there. Yeah. Right now we're upgrading some some gear. Yeah, we went shopping gonna, just today. Yeah, and we're we're gonna be making this room that we're in uh, a little more recording friendly, even podcastier than it already yeah, is. We'll be able to take these blankets and comforters down off the walls. Shh, don't tell them that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not. We're not that ramshackle. <laughs> it's pretty ramshackle. In fact, I should just take a picture <laughs> okay. as, as we speak. Frank's gonna post um, a picture of. Here's Dan. This is actually during the show. Hey, yeah. Right so there. there's Dan. There we go. And, uh, and and now he's gonna take pictures of the uh, yeah. The, the setup's really not great. not great right now. <laughs> it's not not great. It's well, it's not not great. Yeah, because we're still producing our it show. Sounds okay. Sure, but it'll sound even better. It'll sound better now that we've that first goal. Yeah. All right. Well, Dan. Yeah. What you got? I'm gonna tell you a story about a a, a young man. Uh, who is who's actually old? He's he's not young at all. What? Um, uh, this is Bob Jones the the third. There, there are more than one. There's many of them. I think there's a there's probably a, a good baker's dozen. Did did the world need so many Bob Jones? Uh, I I really I don't know. I maybe. <laughs> Uh, it wouldn't be exactly what it is without them. Um, this is this is Bob Jones uh, of Bob Jones University. His grandfather, I think, founded Bob Jones University, but he is the current uh, president. He's the current Bob Jones. He's the current Bob Jones. <laughs> the the I, I don't even think Bob Jones was his given name. His really? his given name was probably like Harold Johnson. It's like the he's the Dalai Lama, <laughs> right. Of right? Crazy, crazy Christian, right? And now. With this, with this anointing, you the, become the third incarnation of the Bob Jones. Of the Bob Jones, <laughs> uh, he has apologized for something. What? Uh, this is a this is an amazing thing because you don't get many apologies out of guys like this. Uh, I'm going to take you back in time, 25 years to the year 1980. Uh, oh. When he, along with a whole slew, Thir- wait, how many years ago? 35? 25. So 1990? 35. Okay. That's what I meant. 35. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. 1980. (laughs) You're right. I was not doing the math exactly right. I'll I'll, I'll teach you a little shortcut to work on that Please don't. Please don't. It has to do with your age and the year you were born. You're very, very smart, Frank. Okay. 
I'm too... Let me tell you something about my age and the year I was born. I'm now too old to want to care about math. <laughs> That's how old I am. Uh, so, 35 years ago, in 1980, he and uh, Bob Jones III and a whole bunch of other uh, very Jesus-y people went to uh, the White House to uh, make sure that the queers never got any rights for anything in the whole world. Oh, yeah. They were yeah. very, very adamant about it. Right. Um, here's what Jones said when he was there. He uh, said, and I love the way he starts this, he says, I'm sure this will be greatly misquoted <laughs> for generations to come. Which is funny because you don't need to misquote this one bit. Here's what he said. Oh, okay. uh, it would be a it would not be a bad idea to bring the swift justice today that was brought in Israel's day against murder and rape and homosexuality. Oh, okay. I guarantee it would solve the problem post haste if homosexuals were stoned, if murderers were immediately killed, as the Bible commands. <laughs> Great! What a nice, generous. Uh, sort of awesome Christian guy. Mm, well, he's quoting. He's good talking about the Bible. Yeah, that's that's pretty Christian. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, there's a whole bunch of folks who who didn't take kindly to it then, and even more who take unkindly to it now. What? To that particular statement. I mean, it's just been sitting there and festering for <laughs> for 35 years or 25 depending on how depending on how you choose to do the math depending on math who the fuck cares <laughs> um uh so apparently he went yeah he went with uh, a group of of ministers with 70,000 signatures to petition against uh extending uh civil rights to homosexuals wow uh, this was in 1980 yeah what yeah. was happening in 1980 that they were so scared of a uh, bunch of fags <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> oh, uh, here's what he said now. Uh oh. Upon now reading these long forgotten words, they seemed to me as words belonging to a total stranger were my name not attached. <gasps> what? I cannot erase them, but wish I could, because they do not represent the belief of my heart or the content of my preaching. Wow. Whoa. And then did he call over his partner, Phil? <laughs> yes. And, uh... <laughs> yes. They're very happy together. Uh, they, they they were came, he came out not too long they ago. They were wearing matching sweaters. <laughs> uh, no, absolutely not. But he did uh, finally apologize for that thing. So, um, huh. I mean, this is Bob Jones University is no stranger to like taking the hard line. Back in uh, no, that's kind of what they're known for, right? right? Yeah, back in '75, they adopted rules banning interracial dating. Wow, that's 1975. We're not talking about the 50s. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, uh, that uh, it's interesting that he did make that apology. Hmm. Who knows? Who knows what that ends up meaning? But yeah. But the, you know, that shows progress. Yeah. And the, the fact, I mean, I, I kind of like how he said it too. It's like, it's, it's, uh, it seems like words from a different person. Mm -hmm. That's, that's really remarkable. It is. I, what's hmm. real, what is also really remarkable is that even at Bob Jones university, mm -hmm. enough pressure has been brought to bear yeah. about that subject yeah. that he was actually forced to that subject, you know, the subject that's has no name the subject that dare not speak <laughs> its, its name, name that's the one 
Anywho, what do oh. you got? Well, I'm gonna f- I'm gonna follow closely along. Okay. Uh, with yours, um, I did not know that you were sharing that story, um, but this comes to us from California. Uh, there is a lawyer in the state of California by the name of Matt McLaughlin. Uh-huh. Right, McLaughlin. Uh-huh. Um, he's uh, from Huntington Beach. And he has proposed uh, and has filed, he's done the initial paperwork to do a voter initiative in that state. Yeah. Uh, which is, sort of, that's California's direct democracy. Like, they, they have a, actually some direct democracy stuff. Yeah. Like, like, being, like the citizens being able to do citizen initiatives. That's like Prop 8. That's how Prop 8 came forward, exactly. Right. Um, and so they... Uh, actually, I'm sorry. He uh, would like to uh, have a law put in place through this process uh, that, well, let me just go with its name. Okay. Uh, it's the Sodomite Suppression Act <laughs> um, is what he's proposing. Uh, he calls sodomy a monstrous evil that should be punishable by, quote, bullets to the head or any other convenient method. Oh, my God. Um, he's going to be owing somebody an apology in 35 years. <laughs> uh, the act uh, would punish anyone who distributes sodomistic propaganda Ooh. to uh, to minors. Okay, if you if you give any you know any, any pamphlets about sodomy to to a minor, or or um, like old episodes of Will and Grace. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there, uh, uh, a one million dollar fine. <laughs> And or <laughs> up to 10 years in prison and or, and this is a unique one. I haven't heard about, uh, uh, this is a, a punishment okay. in modern times, uh, exile from California. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get out of here. <laughs> Lifetime expulsion from no, California. We don't have no queer lovers here in California. Exile. Wow. Exile. That's great. We yeah. need to start. Yeah. Why not? Let's throw some exile in. <laughs> Go to some um, now other course, state. Now, what's interesting is the uh, this first step in the process only costs uh, $200 to file to, to start the initiative process. <laughs> um, so it, 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 it definitely has a low in you know bar of uh-huh, entry right which is what you want if this is supposed to be citizens initiatives you want grassroots things to be able to come forward sure um however nobody thinks it will actually end up on the ballot i'm guessing it needs a, a number of signatures to you, get it onto a you ballot do. you do you need uh 365 888 signatures to qualify wait how many 300 365 thousand okay. 888 okay i'm sorry i forgot um, pivotal uh, an important word in the middle yeah, of that number. Right. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, over 365,000 signatures are needed. And uh, it, they estimate that 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 usually costs about a million dollars. Right. In, in, oh, right. And sort of the effort of getting out there. and Wow. A million dollars. It costs about a million dollars to get a, a, some, a proposition on the ballot. So, like... In California. Yeah. Holy um, crap. Even though... Um, that's three bucks a signature. Yeah, that's a lot. That it's it's costly. Yeah, democracy is not cheap. No, it is yeah. not. It's also um, not democracy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, direct democracy is is uh, 
you know it's a thing it's a thing yeah yeah i mean and, and yeah i don't know i mean you can get some really kooky stuff coming forward with these ballot initiatives and this clearly is one but come on he's not going to find no 365,000 signatures no i mean if the threshold were you know 250,000 Sure, you can oh, meet that yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just go to Modesto any and, day of the uh, week. Find uh, sure. everyone you need. Right. You just set up a <laughs> you you set up a booth, you know, outside of the grocery store uh-huh, next yeah. next to the Girl Scouts. Yeah. They get their cookies and then they sign your your petition. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, that's that's uh, horrifying in there, <laughs> and he's a bad people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to know more about him. Unfortunately. Um, I guess his, uh, his voicemail is, uh, his voicemail box is full. Oh, so he's, he's not taking any messages at the moment. Uh, and he's unreachable by phone. That that shocks me. You'd think that he'd be so ready to talk to everybody (laughs) after all of the feedback that I'm sure he's received. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go to the other side of the country, uh, Georgia, the fair state of Georgia. Oh, Georgia's nice. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about these uh, these religious uh, freedom bills yeah. that have been popping up all over the country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about Georgia's last week, right? Yeah, I think we mentioned it. Um, this would be SB 129 in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, I actually read a little bit of it, or a little bit of the uh, of, of, of the, the sort of abstract... Of, oh. of the bill itself, sure, just because yeah. I wanted to sort of get get my my sea legs under me uh, before when I was going to introduce the next story. It's a pretty interesting bill. Um, one of the claims, one of the first claims that they make uh, is that uh, laws neutral toward religion may burden religious exercise as surely as laws intended to interfere with religious exercise. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. That seems makes a lot of sense. Totally. Do they have an example? Uh, no, 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 no. They're just they, they just find and determine that that is the case. Uh, <laughs> Stating it makes it so. Yeah, something along mm-hmm. those lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this bill was uh, was uh, you know is, has been forwarded as a means of of uh, rectifying that problem. Um, one of the law's perhaps unlikely supporters is the uh, the Wiccan community. I beg your pardon. Uh, which may be one of the reasons why it doesn't actually pass. <laughs> oh, good for them, then. Because wow. the Wiccans have uh, have decided that they know exactly what this ends up meaning, and they're super stoked about it. Um, they've gone through the bill, and they are they believe that uh, it will it will uh, force the state government to uh, enact uh, uh, provisions because this bill is is basically it basically says if it's reasonable to accommodate a, a religious practice, then the state has to do it. If there's oh, anything, right, right, if, right. It, if it's even remotely reasonable to make this accommodation, the state has to do that accommodation. Right, right, right. Well, uh, Wiccans are like, hooray! So you won't mind our polyamorous relationships then, and you'll help us make sure that, you know, all the paperwork is filed so that we can have our, our basically polyamorous marriages, right? Cool. Thanks. Also, on that same note, you know that our practice is all about, like, plants and, like, nature and stuff. So, I guess you guys won't have a problem with us growing and distributing anything that we want. Right? Sweet. Thanks, guys. (laughs) They just go on and on with all of these things. Do do they understand that they are sabotaging the whole thing? 
Uh, or are they, they s- sincerely they coming forward? certainly don't make any motion toward uh, showing that they do. Okay. But, th- I mean, we're in Lucian Greaves' yeah. satanic temple-type yeah. territory here. It's Greaves' law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, they're like, Wiccans, when, you know, one of, the, one of the things that they point out, Wiccans believe in magic, spelled with a C-K. Come on, Wiccans. Why, why do we have to separate your magic from magic? I don't know. It's, well, it's ye old. <laughs> ye, ye oldie ye magic <laughs> is what it is. Well, you have to go to Diagon Alley to get it. <laughs> anyway, uh, <clears throat> uh, we believe, uh, Wiccans believe in magic and intent. It is the belief of our people that we do not allow someone to have our hair, saliva, urine, skin, nail clippings, teeth, bones, or any other part excretion fluid growth or any other possible matter that may come from our bodies wait what so you can't give a doctor like a stool sample more to the point the state can't compel them to give any kind of uh, uh, genetic material right. or anything like that or blood test right that's what they're going for boom you can't you can't take you can't my do blood. blood tests meaning it's clever if i refuse my uh my blow test on 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 the uh, on the old uh, uh, they're what, just sex exercising the breathalyzer breathalyzer right then uh, then you got no recourse you can't prove that I was drunk and then you can't even haul them in and do a blood test right exactly that's what and I'm saying and if they go onto probation you can't do like a urine sample nope you can't have any of my fluids wow sign me up <laughs> <laughs> wow that's interesting <clears throat> so it's all field sobriety which is so subjective. And wouldn't hold up in court. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. They're, uh, they're, they're very... They're very... It really, really, really sounds like to me that they know what they're up to. It does because to me too. if they were sincere about this, they would shut up and just let it happen. Right? You know what I mean? Like, they, they yeah. wouldn't be pointing out all these things that they would be getting away with. They would just go, shh. Right, right. We're going to get away with murder. Right, exactly. And fortunately, wow. they don't say murder, of course, but they do. But well, that I is mean, the, one of the, that's the second sacrament of, <laughs> right. of Wicca. Yeah, but they keep that on the down low. <laughs> we only murder bad people and people that annoy us. Mm. Yeah, it is. Huh. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. I do love that. I love that they're like, yeah, we we can grow whatever we want. So watch out. Yeah, huh. they're they're that's fun. That's very clever. It's fun to me. Well, all right. Yeah. I would like to uh, uh, head up over to Pennsylvania. Oh, sure. Um, where uh, the, a certain Catholic high school is, uh, they have a new policy this year for prom. Oh, good. Um, the, uh, all the girls are required, before they can pick up their prom tickets, they must have their dresses approved. By the, by the school, <laughs> must be oh pre prom. Oh my dress god! I get, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, how, do you, how do you how do you read that and not immediately jump to the idea of like pervy priests wanting to look at wanting to stare at girls' hemlines? I don't uh, I don't know, but it, it. I mean, I always think of this stuff as being. I mean, it is always there's something always pervy about really strict rules like this because it's, it's like super pervy because the people making the rules they're obsessed about the need for the stuff because of what goes through their mind right exactly you know um 
But anyway, the these girls um, are being subjected to this, and apparently, um, you know, like prom dresses are one of those things that you really can't return. The prom dress stores don't really have po- like good return policies, right? Um, because so you better get this right on your first shot. You got to get it right, and then you have to go in, show it to the to the to the administration, where and and there have been a number of dresses apparently that have been rejected. Oh no! Uh, they uh, yeah, this is uh, Delone Catholic High School, Deloney maybe. In um, in what? Part of the state? Did do, do you see that? Probably Pen- not Pennsylvania. in Pennsylvania. Probably not in one of the big cities. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a big, a bi- a big city. Um, uh, it's uh, the paper is located that that I got this off of is uh, located in York, Pennsylvania, oh, wherever okay. that is. Okay. Um, so probably I would think in that area. Yeah. If that means anything to anyone. I was just trying to determine, like, like, it's not a big city sort of scenario. No, probably not. Um, So what what girls are having to do is, um, and apparently this this has people kind of up in arms. Mm. Because while the school did decide this policy change, you know, at the beginning of the school year, uh, they... You know, and and they have a strict dress code. Period for the prom dresses. Sure, uh, they they always have. It sounds. I mean, yeah, sounds like. And but it sounds like some some ladies have been taking liberties. Well, I think what happened is what I'm going to say. Here, here is is what I've sort of gleaned from this. Yeah, is that once the girls arrive at the door to go into the prom, uh-huh. there is a certain unwillingness to send them away it's hard to turn a girl minor right violations right now if there's like i love that you say minor violations ladies and gentlemen at home frank just did a gesture where he basically like ran his fingers along his own decolletage (laughs) (laughs) minor violations he said as though he were fingering a pretty line over his over his breasts well, and clearly, if the if, if it's cut too low, right? There's yeah, gonna be, there's gonna be problems. But you know, they'll let they'll let the girl in if like it's just it's just well, you probably shouldn't have right. That hem's a little high, but we'll let you in because right, you're because already at prom, and I don't want to just a room. little bit, right? You know, they're not showing in like like anything too too egregious, right? Right? Um, they're not showing too much leg, right? Uh. And so I think what they're trying to do is, is, is they're trying to crack down on the minor violations. They're right. ca- they're, they think, well, if we catch them before the night, then, 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 we, then we can totally reject. Right. And then we can, we can freely reject. But right. what they without, didn't take without into account. Without ruining their, their evening. Without ruining their evening. But they, the girl already spent the money on <laughs> right. the dress. Right. Right. And so um, people are, are a little upset. Apparently, change.org, there's a petition. <laughs> uh, 200 people have already signed it. Oh, that's uh, great. We should probably just, we, we should get everybody on there. Go sign it. Go sign, <laughs> go sign Find this, this change uh, thing and go sign it. It'll be, that'll, that'll be funny. Um, and th- there's a little um, photo thing here um, that the newspaper put together. And let's see if it will pull it up. Where it's like it, it's it's you get to guess whether the uh, the dress passes or not. Oh, 
Interesting. Uh, yeah, which, which is a fun little game. They've got a good little local paper. To put something like <laughs> yeah, that together. yeah. That's... It sounds sounds like there's somebody that's having yeah. fun over there. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, hmm. anyway, um, <laughs> you, you're, are you are you looking at a rejected dress or an acceptable dress? Uh, I was actually looking at the carpet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as long as you're doing it on Th- our this listeners' one, time, then this one is acceptable. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's Lovely. it's showing shoulder. Oh, what do you think? Uh, that is one's that... got a deep slit. So I'm going to say this one is not acceptable uh, because full, uh, full coverage uh, in the breastal area, but a uh-huh. deep slit on the leg. Yeah. Well, and uh, a high slit, and she has sort of that flesh-toned fabric across her midriff. Oh, oh, that sort of gives it that gives it. It looks a, like it might be skin, right, underneath it, but it's not. Hmm. Uh, that was something that was mentioned specifically in the article. That's oh. not acceptable. None of this mesh stuff. You can't make it look like there's nude underneath. They, they should Even call with it just nude fabric. They should call it mesh flesh, flesh, <laughs> flesh mesh, blatch, <laughs> blatch. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like actually, I mean, they did an interview with uh, a woman at the local prom store, uh-huh. uh, a prom dress store, and uh, she she seemed to really be in the know. Oh, uh, she was she was like, oh yeah, no no, this dress would be you know okay. would be acceptable. This one's not acceptable. So when girls go to go to the dr- prom dress stores and the, they say, oh, what school are you at? And if mm-hmm. they say this school. Okay, you are relegated to this section. Here's a burlap sack right. that you can tie around. Exactly. It needs to come all the way up to your neck. You you are in the uh uh the the Amish section. Go over there. <laughs> Amish prom. <laughs> Promish. I like the idea of Amish prom. Yeah, I think that sounds lovely. Uh, it's a prom night's a good night to start your room springer. I'm just gonna point that out. Oh yeah. That's when you want to start it. Oh, Go 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 nuts! So you can, uh, yeah, you can you can pull up in your limo when everybody else has the horse and buggy. Oh yeah, have just your be a little whore, have your alcohol and everything, and then just fuck everything you can find, <laughs> and do meth. That seems to be a oh, required yeah. on Rumspringer now. Is meth? Is meth? It's, I saw I saw the de- uh, Devil's Playground. They, I think they think that that's just what everybody does. Uh-huh. All the non Amish out there are yeah. just they, they just do meth. Well, and everybody knows that the Amish Amish parties are the best. Like the teenage oh, teenagers. Yeah? Oh yeah. They are nuts. Well, as they would be. Tons of booze. <laughs> How do they even get it? Brother Ezekiel, that's who it is. He's always <laughs> supplying booze to the kids. Yeah. He's a that guy is a is no good. Well, there's probably always one like older kid who failed at Rumspringa. Never, <laughs> never went back. And uh, yeah, he he hooks him up. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to tell you a story about uh, a man, a self, a self-proclaimed patriot of our oh. of our country. Good. Okay. Uh, Michael Conrad Sibley uh, of Marietta, Georgia. Okay. Uh, a, a a proud American and one who who has a, a who had I I think we all have to agree a brilliant plan. Oh. For uh for showing. His uh, patriotism. Okay. He uh, planted bombs in a public park. And how exactly <laughs> do you is remember he being patriotic? Do you remember a couple, a few weeks ago, you, do, you told us a story about a guy who walked up and uh, 
to to some people at a bus sta- a bus stop, I think, and and oh, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. "Hey, are you Muslim?" Yeah, and then stabbed them when they said they're not. Yes, and then I said, "It would be equally believable to me that he was a Christian." Trying to make Muslims look bad by stabbing uh, people. Right, yeah, yeah. That's what this guy's doing. Oh, he's stabbing people? No, he put, he, so he went, apparently, so he got, he made this bomb uh-huh. <clears throat> and then he put it in a backpack that he bought at a garage sale, oh, no. which he wrote, uh, on which he wrote the name Mina Kodari uh, <laughs> because he said it, quote, looked foreign. <laughs> Oh, no. Then he threw in a copy of the Quran and a book called The Rape of Kuwait in the bag and uh, and then put the bomb. And it was a real bomb. It was a real bomb. He looked up how to how to make a um, bomb on Google. So Uh, don't don't do that, by the way. The FBI will probably find out about that. If you look up how to make a bomb on yeah, but Google. Then just don't make a bomb. Don't make a bomb. The main thing is don't make a bomb. <laughs> like get them wa- get them watching. Sure. What sure. are they gonna do? Yeah, you they can watch you, but just, yeah, don't don't for the love of God, don't make a bomb. No, but he did no, make a bomb God, no. and then he uh he planted it, the idea being to uh make sure that everybody was sufficiently afraid of oh. the Muslims. Oh, okay. Okay. So where was this again? In Georgia. This oh. is the same park, by the way. Uh, Wasn't there... There was a bombing or, in a park down there, right? During I, don't the know, I don't know if this is the same park, but Did it was... they have an Olympics bomb? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is that same area. Wow. And, uh, and yeah, he, he went and, and, and made sure that everybody was good and afraid of them Muslims. And how did it, how did it go? Uh, he was caught by the, by the FBI. So he they isn't. were just watching, waiting, watched him carry out his whole plan, and they arrested him? I don't know. They, they refused to comment on how uh, they turned to him. Uh, there were multiple Fine. bombs, by the way. Uh, oh but, but yeah, he said, he, he said that he regretted that people weren't, quote, paying enough attention or paying attention to what was going on in the world. And he wanted to make sure <laughs> Such that... Such as rednecks making bombs. Right. <laughs> and putting them in public places. He wanted to make sure that everybody was aware that this could happen anywhere. What an upstanding citizen. Right? He's a patriot. Concerned, uh, upstanding citizen. Making sure is that... He, uh, is he part of one of these, like, patriot groups or whatever they're called? Well, uh, the, 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 you know, the ones that... The, the militias. Yeah. These patriot militia things. He's probably the head of one now. He yeah. probably can start his own and everybody... He'll be a little folk hero. Wow. Did you watch Vice this week? No. They have a whole thing on patriot movement yeah it's really terrifying it's actually really 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 scary. yeah literally it's gotten to the point in these united states for those of you listeners who are not here in the united states which of whom there are many we do have a bunch yeah uh just so you know if you hear an american talk about being a patriot um that person is someone to fear (laughs) if you there are plenty of americans who are actual patriots uh who love their country and who want the best for it right. i would count myself and you among them mm-hmm. uh franklin but n- not anybody who says it right anyone who makes an issue of it and here's the deal those people are scary if if you're if you know if you're <laughs> if you happen to be crossing the border mm. into the united states you mm-hmm. know um illegally right uh, and you have, and you come upon somebody who is a patriot. Oh my God. You're, uh, you're, you're going to get toast. shot. You're toast. <laughs> <laughs> you're, because, <sighs> because that's what they're doing too. They're guarding the border. 
ad hoc, totally yeah. on their own. Yeah, with no authorization Minutemen. or or Minutemen any or that. even legal right to do so. Oh, there's no no. no. They're just uh, out there yeah. keeping our borders safe from all them people who will pick our crops for us. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm serious. Like people coming into this country to work. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> but that's me. Yeah. And I probably just pissed off some listeners. No, that's who probably disagree with that. But um all right. Well, there you go. well if you have any uh any No. No, oh there's more story. Oh, f- this is a good one too. My bad. This is uh we're going to stick with some Muslims. Oh, the Muslims. Muslims. I like calling them Muslims. It Ooh. sounds so it sounds so, so redneck when you say it that way. Archaic spelling, right? Yeah. All right, we have some Muslim students. Yeah, uh, we do. You no. and me in the story. Okay, um, who are going to Erasmus uh, MC? I'm assuming that's like medical center or something like that uh, in Rotterdam. Okay, okay, and uh, they these are uh, two female students who are, are, you know, they're going through the medical training, and one part of the training is that they need to be practicing doing physical, you know, um, I was going to say physical inspections, uh, examinations. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, they're, they're practicing giving an examination to someone. Okay. Right? Which means you got parts of your body that are uncovered. Sure. Right? And so these, these women uh, only wanted to practice with other women and they had some problem with that too but they i think they were willing to go that far but they were unwilling to have a male medical student in the same room no perform the examination on them because they would just sort of trade off it's just a all the students practice on each other okay right right and so but of course the men need to see female bodies right just like the women need to see male bodies right right it does seem like uh, to be a doctor you can't really exclude half the population Uh, no (laughs) i mean you could if you're like if if you're going to specialize if you're going to be a gynecologist like down the road you can kind of, exc- but you got to know how all the bodies work. All of the bodies. To be a doctor. And so um, the students, what was what was happening? They were, um, they would not give the, 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 the and so they were, you know, <laughs> getting in trouble. Um, <laughs> right, because they, they, were, they wouldn't participate. They wouldn't do the coursework. <laughs> um, and so they have decided that they are suing the the medical school mm. over this issue, yeah, because they their religious rights need to be accommodated. We we have their religious views need to be accommodated, and they need they need because of their religion they need to be lesser trained doctors. Yeah, that, that's what they are asking for. They are asking <laughs> to be trained less. I I have the right not to be a whole do- a full doctor. And then therefore we have the right to not give you that <laughs> full medical license. Right, exactly. Well, maybe they can maybe there's a nice compromise here where they can have like half an MD. <laughs> they can have like a medical license a little bit. Yeah. It's a lowercase M. Right. A lowercase D. It's an MMD. It's a Muslim medical doctor. <laughs> For females. Right. MMDF. Yeah. 
and then perfect and then you just know oh don't go to that person right that's <laughs> they don't know what the fuck they're oh, doing that doctor's trained less than the other doctors <laughs> that's the one i want that's it's oh good oh good uh yeah well we what i don't i don't like these snooty fully trained doctors with their big old educations and their understanding of human bodies and such well the question is why would you go to medical school if half of the human bodies out there offend you right yeah why would you want to be a doctor at all That's it makes just... absolutely no sense oh well i wonder if a muslim uh, could have can a female muslim person who's a who's a who's one of those sort of more uptight. female muslim person okay. yes going with that uh can can she go and see like uh, a male podiatrist can like or, or like how how high up on her leg does she have to worry about it before she before she has to see a female doctor <laughs> i don't like because she i don't know if she, if she very good question she has an ankle problem or she's still okay but if it gets up to her calf then she has to see a female doctor like where's the cutoff line on that i don't, I, know. I, I don't it's know just either. so fucking stupid like she can see an ear nose and throat doctor but like if it goes anywhere below there she's got a you know right who knows right, right, right. who even knows well, yeah. What are no, you doing no with upper that respiratory? What are you doing with that stethoscope, Mister? Get that away from me. That's <laughs> you, you cannot listen to my heart, sir. That's, sir, I beg your pardon. <laughs> Get a woman in here. Get out of here. What? Seriously though, like, what? I uh, I can't even process this. Rules. They, <laughs> the religions have rules. Ah, uh, uh, makes me so crazy. The rules make sense to somebody somewhere. Anyway, no, uh, no, if, they don't. if the rules also don't make sense to you and you want to tell us all about it, uh, please write to us. Go to podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail. The phone number is 424-666-8442. Yes, we love to hear your voice. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash atheist. And then you can see what Mackenzie's doing out there. Yeah. And there's also the members only lounge, the yeah. TGIA members only lounge. That's what you should search for on if Facebook. you want to join on yeah. Facebook. We had, a, By the way, Mackenzie, just so you know, we had a friend of ours. We were talking to him just today uh -huh. and he was talking about how much he loved our Facebook page. That's fantastic. It's his favorite thing. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. We had to, we had to pretend like we had anything to do with it just so yeah. that he'd like us too. Yeah. So... He doesn't even listen to the show. No, no, he doesn't give a shit about the show, but he loves the Facebook page. So you guys should all check that out because Mackenzie does a great job. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, this is Phil Robertson, that Duck Dynasty jackass. What? Uh, He's so nice. <laughs> he, he only looks homeless. He's, yeah. actually, he's actually quite wealthy. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so he must have something good to say. Or not. Maybe if you just buy enough health care insurance, that'll keep you out of the ground. I don't think so. Save you money. You got a six-foot hole waiting on you if you have all the health care you can buy. You say, is it going to keep me out of the ground? No, sir. It's a problem. And you know something? You can't solve it. Just like you can't see in your sin problem. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know, this conscience thing. I mean, we just, we just dreamed it up. There's no right. There's no wrong. There's no good. There's no evil. 
I'll make a bet with you. Two guys break into an atheist home. He has a little atheist wife and two little atheist daughters. Two guys break into his home and tie him up in a chair and gag him. And then they take his two daughters in front of him and rape both of them and then shoot them. And they take his wife and decapitate her head off in front of him. And then they can look at him and say, isn't it great to not have to worry about being judged? Isn't it great that there's nothing wrong with this? There's no right or wrong. Now, is it, dude? And then you take a sharp knife and take his manhood and hold it in front of him and say, wouldn't it be something if this was something wrong with this? But you're the one that says there's no God, there's no right, there's no wrong. So we're just having fun. We're sick in the head. Have a nice day. If it happened to them, they probably would say something about this. It just ain't right. Uh, I, I probably should have mentioned that that was for a prayer breakfast that he was giving that particular little talk. How, uh, what a great way to, you know, the image of, uh, of raped children, probably the best way to start your day. And you know, people with their <laughs> heads decapitated off. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to leave a de- decapitated head on that body. No. If you're going to decapitate no. the head, decapitate need, need it right it, off. You need it off. <laughs> Get that decapitated head off that body. What is it doing there? Oh, my God. Uh, <sighs> that, that was, that's that horrific. That is one of the most horrifying things. And that's, that's his little uh, morality. Yeah. His little lesson that yeah. he's trying to teach. Well, I, I got to say, if you're... Uh, what's really funny is that at the beginning of the clip, you hear laughter... But as it, as it goes on, that seems to subside a little bit. People seem to be a little bothered, maybe. Yeah, pe- pe- people are like, oh, 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 he's really I going mean, there. I mean, yeah, the, the atheists are, are bad, but uh, that's the, pretty where, dark. Where, man. Where, where, where are you going, man? Maybe you should go back to duck whistles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, do a quack for us. <laughs> g- g- give us a quack. You're terrifying the children. Oh my god. Oh, seriously, what is fucking wrong with that guy? Yeah, uh, is that a little fantasy of his? I it it would have to be. I mean, how do you even come up with that? If you well, and it, I mean, and it also good, speaks to that that classic like misunderstanding of of how atheists view the world. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's clearly a straw man. Yeah. But this straw but, man is, I guess, r- raping little straw babies and. <laughs> Cutting the heads off of straw wives. It's quite a powerful straw man that he's come up with. Oh, God. Yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, Well, okay. Uh, Shake it off, everybody. Let's just uh, take a moment. Breathe in. Breathe out. (sighs) Yeah. And we're back to our show. Um, We had a bunch of people want want to get in touch with us, uh, which we like them to do. Um, Let's see. Sean... From Australia wrote into us. He said, Hi, Frank and Dan. How are you guys? Good, Sean. <laughs> I've been catch- and that's the end of his email. <laughs> uh, I have been catching up with a few backlogged episodes and I'm currently listening to the Burke the- to Burke the Jerk. That's a- I like that one. Uh, during the episode, you talked about the voids that atheists have have to acknowledge, one of them being the lack of 
or the lack or disbelief in an afterlife. Uh, I am a working nurse and have had some rather uh, unique experiences when it comes to those final moments. On several occasions, I've witnessed a patient die in front of me. Hmm. Nothing morbid, just natural deaths from old age and polymorbidity. Well, if it's nothing morbid, how is it polymorbid? Huh, Sean? We caught you on that one. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Uh, On many of those occasions, I have been the only person in the room, and I've always found that troubling. Where are the families and loved ones? The most recent event happened on an overnight shift at a busy busy private hospital. The elderly gentleman was expected to die that night. He was uh, very aged and not in good health. His mind and personality had melted away many years ago, and what was left was the clockmaker's machine, Hmm. left to wind down naturally. I had many duties with my other patients, but I found myself sitting with the old man on on, on any occasion I could find. I held his hand and made sure he was comfortable, made sure he was warm, and that he could see out of the windows, even though the light was gone from his eyes. Hmm. Uh, From one point of view, it was all pointless and a waste of time, but from my view... We, uh, well, I tried to make his passing an easy and comfortable transition. Hmm. You talked in your podcast about how events like this would probably be uh, where the idea of heaven, the afterlife, and gods could have started. And I have to say, I completely agree. And if that was all it did, and if that was all it did, then I would wholeheartedly support religion. Hmm. Uh, it could help ease the loss for those left behind and help ease the fear of those treading off the dreaded path. Uh, but unfortunately it persists in interfering with the thoughts and practices of those who don't believe, uh, their dogma or support their faith. And this is where I can never support religion or be religious. Um, anyway, so, uh, if nothing else, uh, he says it was a good death. If religion were to only do this, I would be religious. Uh, I don't fear a void or nothingness. I am a committed atheist, but I do fear the sometimes lonely and callous deaths uh, as loved ones wait for the phone call. Hmm. Hmm. An interesting uh, thing. Thank you, Sean. From Brisbane, he made sure that I knew how to pronounce Brisbane as opposed to Brisbane or something. Important uh, in Australia. Get it wrong. Tell you what, man, the death thing, it's it's a tough one. There's no escaping it. Just Phil Robertson pointed that out. There's no escaping it. (laughs) Well, it's true. I, I went for a walk in a in a cemetery just the other day, and oh, it's, yeah. it's just you 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 you're, you're gonna die. Now, I, I I do take issue a little bit for for Sean because I I don't think that he should be judgmental of families that are handling their grief in whatever way they need to ha- handle their grief. You know, if if especially if someone is you know in a in a hospital bed and not there. If they're dying and 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 they're you shouldn't and, let anybody die alone, not someone you love. I disagree. I think that I think that if that person has already gone, if that person isn't conscious, isn't aware, is just is just hasn't been there. Mm, that's just sad. I I think that what we need to do as a society is let the people who are living, who are going through that, handle. We need to trust them to be able to handle things in their own way. Mm-hmm. Is my well, personal right. feeling. Well, that's. You can feel that way. And I do. Okay. Uh, did, uh, let's see. Uh, Amy wrote in. Uh, she said, uh, I'm a fairly new listener and I've been listening to old episodes along with the new ones. And I just came across your call to resign episode. That got me thinking. I live in Ogden, Utah. I grew up in a suburb of, a suburb of Ogden called Far West City. Uh, ironically, not that far west. 
Anyway. <laughs> Not much of a city. <laughs> well, she says, um, at the time it was very small, a very Mormon town. It's still pretty Mormon, but, they, but much larger now. Mm. Uh, I was baptized in the LDS church because all my friends were doing it. I mean, it was all the rage. I didn't understand it at all, and my parents weren't active in the church, but I was the oldest in my friend's group and was able to be the first one baptized. In your faces! <laughs> Shut up. That's awesome. <laughs> That's what she wrote. <laughs> anyway, I am just wondering if I would be classified as a member of the LDS church. Yep. I haven't been to church since probably seventh grade, and I never went regularly. Nope. I'm 28 Doesn't now. Matter. I'm just wondering if I should resign. Maybe I'll send a letter anyway just to make sure. Ha ha. Yeah, uh, you're a member. If you were baptized, kiddo, you're a member. You're on the rolls. They are counting you. Yeah. You are you are being tracked yeah. by the Mormon mafia. Fun. Write that letter. You you probably should write the letter. Yeah. It's uh it's probably a good idea. And uh and let us know when you do. Yeah. Um we will <laughs> we we did uh make a promise to a whole bunch of people, which we have not yet followed through on. Oh uh, well uh, we have yeah. We can get to that another time. We'll we'll still do that <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Uh, we, 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 I believe we could be accused of being flaky. Shh. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on. We have a voicemail. Uh, we do. Yeah. Let me. Uh, let me. Uh, let me play it. Hi, Frank and Dan. I wanted to give you a quick call because I appreciated the shout out to Nashville. I'm a transplanted Chicagoan, and I wanted to let you know that down here we do have some clues some of the time. Uh, I've been here 20 years, and I've seen a lot of changes and improvements, including the fact that a uh, school that, uh, for which I teach about half an hour from Nashville in the great city of Murfreesboro, uh, the uh, university, Middle Tennessee State University, has a uh, women's and gender studies minor that's just recently expanded to include a sexuality studies minor. Uh, there's a rainbow center in Nashville, and as you mentioned, there's out loud books and there are gay bars and there are pride rallies and there is a clue uh, regarding LGBT folks. In fact, one year when I directed National Women's History Month, I even brought a trans speaker in, uh, Kate Bornstein, who is amazing, and had her talk about what it means to be a, a trans woman uh, for National Women's History Month speaker. Anyway, thanks for all you do. Enjoy the podcast. Bye. Well, fantastic. What? Yes. Well done, uh, Nashville. Nashville and Murfreesboro. Yeah, we uh, we actually went to Murfreesboro on our on our uh, we did on our That's road true. trip through the South. Yeah. Uh, shockingly, had the nicest Walmart I've ever been in in my yeah, life. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. Uh, we nice thought we were going to like redneck land in like <laughs> like times a million but as it turns no. out we were going to like luxury walmart welcome yeah how did they get a nice walmart i don't know it was we weird don't, we don't have nice walmarts we thought it was we knew nothing about murfreesboro except for the fact that they had that whole uh, mosque thing mosque dust up yeah. a few years back where somebody was building a mosque where they the muslims were building a mosque right next to a baptist church and there was a bunch of anger right so we went there to see it and what we found and what we kind of expected considering the magnitude of this response against against the mosque right I was exp I don't know what I was I was expecting to see rebel flags everywhere and you know a bunch of hicks with 
you know, no shirts or what. I don't know what I was expecting. Right. What I found was this really nice, sleepy college town. Yeah. Just cute as a button. Ruined everything. I'm yeah. Very upset Thanks, Murfreesboro. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like they're uh, they've got their act together. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, Frank and Dan says, uh, oh, shit. I don't know who that is. <gasps> Another one. Dan, I, uh, get your act together, Dan. I really do need to get my you're, act you're together. You're the one who doesn't have your act together. None of us have our act together. Murphy, we, Murfreesboro has their Murphy, act together. Yeah, if I were in Murfreesboro, I would know who <laughs> sent this one. Uh, anyway, isn't it signed? It's not signed. That's the oh. problem. So now I'm looking for the name for, for the specific email that was sent in. Wow. Uh, this is riveting. Alan. We're going to say that it's Alan. I'm pretty sure that it's Alan. Alan did send this one in. Okay. So Alan said, hey, Frank and Dan, I was listening to your latest episode and was having a good time when you were trying to come up with a name for the group of lesbians. Oh, boy. All of them seemed good except for a buffet of lesbians. That was yours, Frank. I know. It is good, though. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and you should know that isn't a good name for a group of lesbians what? since it's such a good name for a group of bisexuals uh, a buffet of bisexuals is a good name for them as they both like as they like both sexes and a group of them would seem like a would seem like a buffet to other bisexuals i, uh, I kind of get his point that's I cute see, I see what he's up to i think that's, that's cute. fine alan that's cute. Um, and uh, lastly, April wrote in, <coughs> excuse me, and said, hi, guys. I wanted to let you know I swapped my support thingy from PayPal to Joyride. I oh, think they okay. they may show us different names, blah, blah, blah. We don't need to reveal all of the names. Um, <laughs> uh, I was one of your first supporters, and I can't bear the thought that you might think I had abandoned you. Oh. Rock on, gentlemen. Well, April, I thank you so much for your continued support. That's it's, amazing. It's a, it's a real uh, honor that you've chosen to support us. We, I, we do want to mention to other listeners, April's already gone through with this, so we're not going to say anything to her. But other right. listeners, there's no need to necessarily switch your support platform. No. If, if, if you're one of our donors, if, if, you know, yeah, if you're PayPal on, is working for you. PayPal's working for you. No right. reason to change. But if you want credit for it uh, and, and to feel part of the campaign, uh, the Joyride campaign, we totally get that. Right, just write us an email yeah. and just say, hey, I've been supporting you over here, yeah. uh, but I want to be considered part of the Joyride thing. So Absolutely. help me out and we'll find a way to make you part of it uh, on your own. There's no need to switch. Although, April, it, that was really sweet of you. Yeah. Speaking of donors, uh, we wanted to thank a few people. Um, on on the PayPal side of things, we had a one-time donation from Caleb uh, who wrote in to us uh, or who wrote a message along with it that said, Hi, my name is Caleb. I'm an atheist in my mid-20s who has, had, who has the privilege, in quotation marks, of living in the heart of the Bible Belt in good old Mississippi. And he did spell it Mississippi with a little apostrophe. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I don't have any atheist friends, and my entire family is staunch fundamentalist Baptist. I found your podcast a few months ago, and I've listened to you guys every day at work since. I've recently accepted, uh, been accepted into the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Thanks, Dan. Fantastic. You're welcome. Uh, but I can't afford for any of my Facebook friends to look any further into the group, so I won't be able to post there. Uh, therefore, in place of uh, proverbial thanks for the ad post, please accept this small donation as a token of my gratitude. So if you post there, it, 
shouldn't show up, should it? It shouldn't. I don't think it shows up uh, on, on your feed. Because it's a closed group. It's a closed group. So anything that you post there should be completely safe. Uh, but we can do a test on that Yeah. if we're worried about it. It shouldn't show up in anybody should else's not. thing. They should shouldn't not. They shouldn't know anything about it. Right. Uh, that's just that's just for us. It's yeah. a place just for us. Um, anyway, thank you so much, Caleb. Now, did we have some some Joyride uh, contributors? We did. Yeah, there are uh, five new contributors on Joyride. Excellent. Uh, we're picking up steam. It seems like over there. Uh, we have uh, David, John, Lincoln, oh, uh, Nina, and April. Uh, so thank you very much, guys. Uh, that brings our male-female tally uh, <laughs> up to 19 women and 26 men. Ladies, you lost some ground there. Yeah, you did. Even with April switching over, yeah, uh, you, you guys kind of lost no, some ground. No, now, remember what's on the line. <laughs> okay. We are offering to do a special one-time ladies-only uh, online chat thing through the Google Hangout. Right, so it's a video chat. We're all in this little video chat room together. Frank's gonna be naked <laughs> for it. Believe me, nobody would want that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't this know. This is this is what's on the line, ladies. As if, soon honestly, as the ladies one... overtake the men in just sheer numbers, it's not right. We're not counting dollar amount or anything like no, that. No, no, just just percentages just, of who's just who's a numbers high. of donors, right? Uh, then uh, we will do that. Right. And at the moment, you're right, Dan, it has slipped. It was 1621 a couple weeks ago. Uh, and then now uh, the women have only increased by three, but the men have found five more. So, ladies, come on. I, I really think that if you guys pull this off and, uh, and, and you overtake the men... I think we can talk Frank into taking at least his shirt off for the for the <laughs> video chat. I'm pretty sure that nothing. We'll just along those we'll, lines we'll work on it. We'll work on it together. Yeah, we're all in this together, ladies. You have to hit the you tan- and me tanning booth or something. <laughs> I, I'm afraid that the 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 white elements in your screen that you would be viewing it on would would bust out we'll just we'll just make sure um, that the the that the white balance on whatever camera is pointed at you is is, is adjusted properly. <laughs> Still isn't going to happen. Anyway, uh, you, so thank you all very much for your donations. We love, <laughs> we we are so uh, grateful for everybody that's been part of this campaign. Yep. Uh, you can you can be part of the campaign too if you just go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the joyride button on the right hand side. Yeah, of the that's page, how that's how of you the can screen. Do so okay. uh, so we're going to be talking about something here. Uh, we went, we, you and I watched this, uh, this special that, that CNN had. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was called, Atheist. uh, the atheists, atheists, just atheists, colon inside the world of non-believers. Mm. So basically <laughs> I just flashed on a different meaning of colon. And then it sounds like it's all about colonoscopies of atheists mm. inside the world of Atheists colons, non non belief colons, <laughs> non believers. Oh, look at how clean that is! Well, what's that? what's happening? There's here? no there's no blockages. <laughs> uh, the host isn't just blocking <laughs> everything. Anywho, uh, that's not what it was about. It was about atheists, and frankly, we don't really need to recap much because you guys know this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those of us who are in the group. It, there but were no major revelations. No, there. no, but they um, they had an interview with um, 
with parents, you know, mom and dad Mm -hmm. of an an atheist kid. They were, the parents were super religious, very devout and, uh, were just bummed beyond belief about their, their kid who, who Who, was going to hell, who they consider dead, dead, but lives in their house. Yeah. He lives there. They have interactions with him, Yeah, but he's a dead man walking. Yeah. They literally used the word dead. And they said that he's going to hell. Mm -hmm. There's no question about it. You Which, know, yeah. he's going to hell. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. They're, they're not in their minds. They're not a. Uh, There's they're not one of these Christians that thinks. Well, if he's got a good heart, maybe right. the Lord will see right. that. Nope. It's and, uh, these are rule abiding yeah. Christians. Yeah, it was really sad and kind of really seemed to bother the interviewer as well. A though. lot. Like yeah. She, the, what's funny is that their son seemed to. He was. I mean, it was sad for him, but he he accepted it. He knew it. It was fine. The interviewer was like, "What the fuck is happening here?" <laughs> no, it's true. She was uh, freaked out. She was bothered. Um, um, and then they they had there was a, a member of the clergy, uh, who whose voice was was shifted so it sounded like this. Right. Yeah. Um, Which is so funny because they started that portion of the of the of the uh, show uh-huh. with him singing, uh, but they disturbing. also voice altered his singing, so it was Fucking like this hell. The Lord is my. It was like this really, <laughs> and and like you can hear digital alteration, so it just sounded digitally. Yeah. It sounded like a robot was uh, like a robot bass was singing like a to really us. Really bad Britney Spears, <laughs> <laughs> a really deep voiced Britney Spears album is what it sounded like. I'm not uh, sure where you're coming from on that, but it was auto tuned, is what I was. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it wasn't, but yeah, I thought it was funny. Okay. I I I I, I was He was to... there his face was all like fogged out. Right, he was all black. Um, he was he was he was he was in shadow. Yeah, and so he he sort of told his story 15 years of of unbelief behind the pulpit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Amazing. He you know, he can't like, afford to lose his job. Right. And he's feeding his family but he doesn't believe uh and he feels a like word of it. He feels like a phony. Yeah. And a hypocrite and all that kind of stuff. But in fairness, only because that's exactly what he is. <laughs> No, I mean you're right. <laughs> you're so, right. I don't want to. I don't want to let the guy off the hook. He's he's not living a a um, authentic life. He's in a tough position, and it's made him a liar. He's a yeah. liar now. Yeah, professionally, it's, it's not an enviable position. No, it's a very difficult thing that he's going through. Right, he's made these decisions. And we're not, I'm not judging the guy, but no, I mean, if we're going to no. talk about him being uh, a hypocrite, he is. Yeah. And, you know, causing psychological damage through the years as well. To himself. To and himself. Possibly his family. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, so so that was that was a moment for me when I wanted to. That was something I wanted to talk about. Um, there's a lot of this stuff that I didn't necessarily want to. I mean, there was so much of this special was just like, we've been there. We know, we yeah. know, we know what we look like. We right. know what atheists are. Yeah. I mean, it, I we mean, know how, how, how grumpy David Silverman is. <laughs> that doesn't, none of <laughs> this right. is surprising. David Silverman was on, on the show. Uh, yeah. Doing his David Silverman thing. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah. Well, he's not going to not do it. No, no. Uh, so, so the, the, but the thing that was really interesting to me, the thing that got to me is this idea of having to hide, uh, having to be in the closet, having to lie 
There was a person on in the members only lounge recently, just this week, who who posted a thing saying that she had to lie, uh, be, or or she didn't want to lie. She doesn't like to lie, right? But she doesn't know what to do because her her family lives in a very conservative community, and she wants the kids and everyone to be safe and not uh, not ostracized from their community, right? So she doesn't know what to say when people say when you know any when they ask her a religious question, right? Yeah. And it was tough. I mean, it's uh, because because the easy thing to say is just come out, come out well, of yeah. the closet. And the, and the thing is, and this, I will extend this even to uh, the 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 minister on the on the on the show, mm. um, which is you you can't know what their situation is really like. No, and you can't know what they know they would be giving up. And how important those things might be to them, right? Um, you know, for coming out. There was another. There was another minister that was highlighted on this on this show mm-hmm. who did come out, yeah. who gave up his his uh, his ministry, right? And then lost his lost most of his friends. His wife left him. Like he lost everything. Everything. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that is what is on the line. But for, the question for, is for many for asking some. him now. I mean, going through that is horrible. Yes. There's nothing that's going to be easy about that. And there's nothing that's, you know, you're, it's probably going to be really hard to have sort of, you know, the long, the long view yeah. of the whole thing. But like now, where is he? Where is he in, in his life? How does he feel about that decision? He seems you know? happy as can be. Right. Uh, and that's, I, that's the thing about coming out. It's, yeah. it's, it's a tumultuous time. It's a very difficult time. It can be. Your, it can be. Your life can, can be completely uh, turned on its head. Yeah. And, uh, but at the end of it, hopefully, the reward of living, you know, an, an honest and open life full of integrity yeah. is... Uh, Hopefully that's a really good reward. Hopefully. I mean, authenticity is its own reward to some extent. Now, depending on where you are, maybe it's not enough. That's for you to decide. There are communities where I would not want to be an out atheist. I mean, that is, that's true. But I would choose not to live in that community. Right. I would probably end up moving. Yeah, exactly. And and moving is okay. I mean, but I mean, again, then then there are a lot of people who would be moving away from their family and away from all, all sorts of stuff. Which may be necessary because they might reject you anyway <laughs> when you right. come out of the cl- right. out of the atheist closet. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I was that I pointed out on on the members only lounge on that thread uh, that I hadn't even really thought of until I wrote it and went, oh, hey, that's pretty smart. Good job, me. Was uh, the fact that I just wanted to remind you guys, coming out of the closet isn't an announcement. It is a series of conversations hmm. mm-hmm. and that you can take that ha- as slowly as you need to. Right. Um, you can take it, uh, you know, as gently you can have that conversation with one person first hmm. and see how that goes. Right. Uh, you know, find your safest cl- person that, that you think would be the least likely to flip out and, uh, right. and, and make your life difficult. <laughs> And start there. You know what I mean? You can test waters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a thing that you can do. Hmm. Hmm. But I think the point is, you know, when we had Paige on the show uh, a while back. uh, It's been a while now. Yeah, who was a a psychotherapist. He said, he just pointed out how lonely it is 
not to be able to share yourself fully right and not to be able to share who you really are yeah. with other people you know and, and the thing is you get used to that mm-hmm. you, you you start to like that is just who you are that's your normal is, is being closed off mm-hmm. and uh being isolated and, and being unknown and it may feel normal so you may f- not feel like you need to come out right uh and that's okay that's a choice that that everyone has to make for themselves. But I got to say, man, there's just something for every moment, everything about you that you can reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may not be s- totally safe feeling to right. do so. Right. But the, but when you can do it and when you can consistently just be you. Right. When you finally get to that point mm-hmm. where the fallout has happened, mm-hmm. everyone knows where you stand. And you yeah. can just be you. Uh, that's a pretty amazing moment. Yeah, that is a free and 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 uh, joyous moment. Yeah, it takes a while. It can it can be it can be a, a hard road to go down to get to that moment. Yeah, uh, and there there are smarter ways and dumber ways to do it. Lord knows, I made plenty of really stupid mistakes along the way. Um, yeah. yeah, sure. Like with my father-in-law, I uh, challenged him right. when I when I probably shouldn't have. When there was no point to challenging him, I debated him, which just made the process take that much longer right. and made it that much. You know, because I didn't realize I I didn't know at that time that I'm not just challenging his ideas. I'm challenging his whole sense of himself. I might as well have been saying it's dumb to have brown hair. Just brown hair. Yeah, but but I might as well have been saying that because he did because that that's every bit as integral to his uh, to who he is as his religious belief. I'm sorry, that was one of the dumbest comments I've ever made. <laughs> I'm very glad that we were able to interrupt that point. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, Dan. <laughs> it just struck me as like just. Unbelievably moronic, <laughs> and I had to—I was compelled to say it. That's the problem. <laughs> to ask about—I knew that it was a dumb thing to say. Yeah. Well. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the point—I think the point here is—is—is uh, is, is that once you've gone through the process, once those who have rejected you have rejected you, right, and those who can accept you have accepted you, right, you're free. You can yeah. say all of the things. Absolutely. You can yeah. be you. Yeah. Finally. And there will be people. And you get to breathe and you get to like, just, yeah, yeah you get and there's, there's be. no, there's no fear. Yeah. You're walking around and some stranger says, Hey, what church do you go to? You don't have to worry. I, yeah. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Yeah. All you have to say is, Oh, I don't. I'm an atheist. Right. And you're done. Now, it's so funny to me. Like, I don't know if it was because of being, um, a, a Mormon in rural Utah as a kid. And so when people rural Utah, I mean, rural Oklahoma right. as a kid um, and, and just uh, having to like build up this really thick skin mm. about my belief system. Right. And for being an other, right. like I knew how to do it. Oh, right. Yeah. And so when I, when I came out as an atheist, it was just like, well, fuck that. 
It's easy. It's you, easy. You know that game. Yeah. That's the, an interesting point. The, There's the, so many people who grow up in a, like their whole community. Everything is sameness. Right. And they're a participant and a uh-huh. full card carrying yeah. member of that sameness. Right. And then what we're asking of them is to say, I'm different I'm now. now. Different. And that, of course, that's scary. It's really difficult. Of yeah. course, that's terrifying. Yeah. And, and it's completely virgin territory to mm-hmm. most people. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it makes so, sense that you were in a position I, where you could have you were you can it was relatively easy. I like it was just like yeah, I'm atheist. It, it was difficult to maybe have some of those conversations with people who thought I was a believer. Right. Because, you know, I'd gone to church with them or sure. whatever. Um or my parents, they you know, right. thought I was going to the celestial kingdom with them. Aww. Um it's so sad now. They're, they were so wrong. <laughs> um, but um, but all the new conversations were really easy to have. Yeah, you know. Well, um, and I was I was just a weirdo as a kid. I feel like I'm in the same camp. Not, I mean, I was in the the you reli- were in the weird camp. I was in the religious majority where I grew up. Right. But I was just a weird dude. Right. Like I was used to being the, kind of a freak. Yeah. So I've seen the pictures. Yeah, whatever. I was gorgeous as a kid. I wish I had half the attractiveness that I had back then. But <laughs> physical appearance aside, I was a weird kid, and uh, and so there there is something uh, that made it easy for me. And for uh, there's something about being weird that makes this easy. Yeah. But yeah, for those of you out there who for whom like y- the normal is normal. Mm-hmm. God, that, I, can't, I can't even imagine how yeah, hard that would be. I know. It must seem like terrifying territory. Um, it takes bravery. It does. It takes guts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, and you have to summon that up somehow. Yep. And if you can't, you can't. Uh, this isn't about judging, but it is about... Uh, but again, I think we've said this before on the show. We've had this conversation in different forms before on the show. But God, coming out feels good. Yeah. It's a relief. You feel relieved. Yeah. The, all of that weight, all of that burden just goes away. Yeah. And thank God, like now we've, there's the internet. There are places that you can go where you will find support. Absolutely. Uh, even if everyone that you, th- that you thought you liked rejects you, uh-huh. there's a whole new group of people out there waiting yeah. for you. The, the members only lounge. Will tons of people wrap itself around you like a warm blanket. Yeah, it's always there, uh, and there's always people posting on the damn thing. Right, or you, or go to you know go to your local meetup group. There's going to be someone uh-huh. within 50 miles of you. Yeah, there's a so there's a there's a lot that can be done, uh, and 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 maybe start with that. Start by seeing who, you know. Who's out there that thinks like you do? Yeah. Before you even come out, just uh, you know, find that fifty mile away meetup group. Mm-hmm. Go see who they are. Yeah. Go develop a, a network. It's a it's amazing what a little Google search can do in your life. Yeah. You know, Google's handy. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, you guys have some stuff to say about this. We've definitely been spouting enough for ourselves so if you want to participate in this conversation uh you can uh you can write to us at podcast at thank god i'm or you can leave us a voicemail message at 424-666-8442 tell us yeah tell us your experience tell us your story yeah exactly um you go to our uh facebook page facebook.com slash tgi atheist 
or also on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Right. You do have to search for it uh, because it's a closed group, uh, which means that you're safe to comment there, and nobody who's not a member will ever be able to read your comments. Absolutely. Will, will ever be able to see anything. So That's the best part about it. So uh, join us, uh, and we will join you uh, when you do that. Um, Thank you so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on our Facebook page. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. Don't forget to go to Joyride uh, and help be a part of making this whole thing happen. Uh, yeah, you, you can do that by going to uh, thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the Joyride button on the right-hand side yeah. of the screen. So over the next couple of weeks, we, we will be, because we met our first goal of uh, $350 a month, uh, we will be upgrading the studio as promised, mm-hmm. and uh, and now we're working toward uh, seven hundred dollars a month, uh, wherein we once we meet that goal, we are going to start uh, in earnest looking for a uh, producer to help us out with this, the the sort of the second half of the show. Yep, uh, we we sure do like bringing you the show every week, and we thank you for listening, uh, dear dear listeners. Of course, <laughs> bye bye.